What's going on, beautiful people? It is the Need to Know Podcast, episode 88. Uh, I go by the name Savon. I'm here with Alex and the beautiful Steph, Steph Styles, as always. Um, the tone of my voice is a little bit different today, as we all know, the untimely passing of uh, NBA legend, a uh, worldly legend, an idol, an icon, a superhero in a sense, Kobe Bryant, um, was taken away from us this past week at the age of 41, which has all of our hearts um, in, in a different place, all of our minds in a different place. It allows us to reflect, allows us to feel mortal. Um, and mm. in, in a time of being ungrateful, Maybe subconsciously, it forces us to kind of really be grateful for the people in our lives, the friends that we have. Um, and so today's podcast, obviously, you know, the, the the tone of everyone, the aura has been different, but this podcast will be that. Um, we are dedicating this entire episode to Kobe Bryant and the families and individuals who were lost in this tragic accident. Um, so if you were coming here to kind of hear about the Grammys or if you was coming here to kind of hear about some of the other fun stuff and we do appreciate Parks and Rim coming by, that's another episode that, you know, we probably would have spent a lot of attention to, yeah. um, you know, the timing of this just doesn't feel right to do any of those things at, at the all. moment. Um, so, you know, before you guys sit with us for the next few hours, mm -hmm. I just want to let you know this will be exclusively about uh, Kobe Bryant, who has played a huge part in all of our lives subconsciously, um, including my own. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, Alex and Steph, uh, thank you guys for, for pulling out and coming yeah, here mm -hmm. because it was hard. It, yeah. it was hard for me yeah. to, to get here today. And first yeah. and foremost, man, I just want to say I love y'all. Yeah. I love you, Savon. I yeah. love Steph. I love you, love Pierre. You I love you. Love you, sir. It's it's uh, yeah. it's really eye opening this past weekend. Yeah. Before we even go anywhere, I just wanted to appreciate the people that yeah. just, you know I, I love in my life. That's one of the first things I thought of because you know when you yeah. do a new show, you got to keep up with what's current with with what's happening. So you yeah. know when I heard the news on on Sunday, after I was kind of processing it all, I was like, damn, Wednesday's Thursday's gonna be a heavy show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Before we get into any of that, yeah, I know we do have the names of the uh, people who were in the helicopter with Kobe. Yes. I do not want them to be forgotten. That's right. Um, they were parents, they were mm, fathers, they teammates. were brothers, they were children, mm -hmm. um, siblings. You yeah. know, they are just as important as Kobe Bryant That's and right. Gianna Bryant, yeah. Gigi, mm -hmm. um, who were in this helicopter as well. So before we get into Kobe, his legacy, his impact, I do want to just mention them yeah. individually yeah. because their lives were lost and, and yeah. they're just as important yeah. Yeah. as anyone else on that plane or yeah. helicopter. Their families me. are hurting too. Yeah. Please, please yes. uh, send uh, your prayers to uh, John Alabelli, mm -hmm. Carrie Alabelli, Alyssa Alabelli, Sarah Chester. Peyton Chester, mm -hmm. Ara Zabayan, mm -hmm. and Christina Mauser. Yeah. And of course, Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant. Right. Ara Zabayan um, was the pilot. And Ara Zabayan was yeah. the pilot. Got it. Yeah. An experienced pilot, yes. so to speak. Yes. Um, and, and I guess starting with the experience of it and before we get into like, where were we? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do we find out? Um, I kind of want to put it in perspective to anyone who's kind of questioning why was he in the helicopter? What was he doing there? Some of those kind of questions that if you weren't too in tune with Kobe Bryant, if you aren't too familiar with the the structure of Los Angeles, yeah. then you may not truly understand 
why Kobe was traveling the way that he was. Uh, me being a sports fan, yeah. And I guess we could start at the very basis of it. Um, Y'all know I'm super competitive. We all laugh. We joke. Like, sports is at the nucleus of who I am. Mm. Um, and so, no, I, I will start saying this, too. Kobe Bryant was not my favorite player mm. during his playing That's time. real. Like, he wasn't. Same. But he's somebody I've always respected, somebody I've always admired. And then especially in his retirement, um, especially us being content creators, you yeah. always kind of want to keep up with the new of content course. and your favorite people. You want to yeah. hear him talk. Yeah. And Kobe didn't talk much when he was playing because he was so hyper-focused on kicking ass. <laughs> he didn't talk much. Yeah. yeah. So now, once he retired, he he mm. embraced the microphone. He dropped the gems a lot more. And if you go back and look, he's on podcasts. Yeah. He's not just Can't on the run. ESPNs and the Jimmy Kimmel's. Like, he, as of two to three weeks ago, was just on Steven Jackson wow. and all, all Matt smoke. Barnes' All the Smoke yeah. podcast. Showtime, yeah. Right? So, and, and that's only one of many that he's been on, but he's explained why he chose to kind of travel by helicopter. Um, and, and one of those ways was basically to avoid the LA traffic. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. an important man. Yeah. <laughs> he has no time to sit in traffic. Yeah. And we've we've all been in LA traffic. Exactly. I think he was taking his daughter to a game also. He was. Yeah. He was. Yep. Yeah. And and I kind of wanted to set that up to say him commuting in a helicopter is, is just as simple as us commuting by car. Yeah. For those who take a car. Uh as simple as us who travel by bus yeah. or by train. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, like I, yeah. a helicopter is not the yeah. normal way for the the, for the general civilian, population. But that yeah. was his way and his yeah. family's way mm -hmm. of traveling. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't some bougie. Oh, why is he? No, mm -hmm. like that was his way of yeah. traveling. I thought about that too, because like it's so like they're in a different tax bracket. You know what I mean? Like they make different types of money. They have different things that they're doing. Like I have no reason to take a helicopter right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like for him, like I even thought about Gianna. I'm like, oh, is this like regular for her? She's yes. probably like used to it. Absolutely. You know, it's probably just like somebody who's a consultant and has to travel mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. they're probably just used yeah. to like, oh, I got to hop on this. way. Kobe Bryant can't show up to TSA. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he can't travel like regular like plane. Absolutely. You know, at this point. And then um, I was actually talking to uh, Pierre last night. Yeah. And we were kind of speaking about I was telling him like, yo, there's certain things in my life that I just don't mind spending a little bit of extra money on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for me. Yeah. I don't mind dropping my clothes off at the laundromat and having yeah. somebody fold them, wash them, and yeah. I can just pick them up. Exactly. Like, I'm going to spend a little bit of extra money doing For that. For sure. And maybe this could have been more of a heavier expense, mm. right? For sure. But I'm sure it was one of those things Kobe did not mind doing because it saved yeah. his time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It allowed him to yeah. be the father, the man, the competitor yeah. that he was. Yeah. yeah. So and I think it really was a part of his efficiency. Mm. There's anything we've learned about Kobe over yeah. the years, it has to make sense. Absolutely. And it has to be efficient. Yeah. Absolutely. So when I heard that, you know, he was in a chopper, I just thought like, I mean, he's probably been doing this yeah. for a yeah. while now. Yeah. 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 He, he, he's been documented yeah. saying helicopter was his preferred way to travel, mm -hmm. especially in Los Angeles, where his home is far away from the Staples Center. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He uh, had a, uh, his gym was in Thousand Oaks, California, which I believe was a few miles away from his home. Yeah. So it just made it more convenient. So, um, you know what's crazy about yeah. that? Since we're kind of speaking about helicopters, mm -hmm. we spoke off mic about like the first time we, we heard the news on that. Yeah. And I didn't disclose this with y'all because it still hasn't really sat well with me. Mm -hmm. uh, Sunday morning, mm -hmm. that's when it occurred, yeah. right? Yes. I'm leaving my room. I think I'm on my way to, I was on the way to the supermarket or something. I was doing something for like my family, for a family member. And as I'm walking out, 
the, I swear to you, like the song I was playing in my room literally like five minutes before is called Helicopter. Hmm. It's on a new Jay Huss album. I yeah. know we were speaking mm-hmm. about like grind music last mm-hmm. week with yeah. Parks. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, like it's called Helicopter. Wow. Three minutes later, I'm looking at CNN. Jeez. And my mom's calling me because she's not around at the time. She's like, Alice, the news is not nice. And I, I felt really fragile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you start to think about life and and, and signs and yeah, coincidences yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and mm-hmm. all of this wrapped in one. And I'm sitting here like, Alex, what is the odds you were just listening to a song called Helicopter? Right. And four minutes later, you're leaving the house looking at a CNN report. Yeah. That Kobe, Kobe Bryant just went down in that right. helicopter. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's crazy because you know Savon was just telling us this before the show, but yeah. you know when we met up last weekend, shout yeah. out to Sahan, shout out to Aaron. Yeah. Um, you know we were at dinner and we're talking, and you know Savon was just talking about like his leadership skills and mm-hmm. and how he leads, and and he talked about that ruthlessness, you know, that Mamba mentality, you know, and everything kind of it didn't make sense then, yeah. but it's kind of like a flashback now, you know, to to it's. I don't know. No, yeah. Like the words just don't even come because I think the first thing that I thought was like, he's larger than life. He can't be dead. Yeah. You know, like he can't be dead. And this is no no disrespect, you know, but it's like everybody looked at him as like a basketball, like God, God. you know, mm-hmm. like a basketball God. So it's like, even now talking about the fact that Kobe Bryant is gone, it doesn't it's not settling. Yeah. Like my brain for mm-hmm. some reason is not understanding it. And for a bunch of reasons. Yeah. For you know, I you're not supposed to question God. Of course. I did. Yeah. yeah. Like why? I did. Yeah. I, I definitely did because yeah. it, it kind of bothered me that, you know, Gigi's in the plane too. Yeah. I know we're going to get into like all the fake reports we heard and all mm-hmm. the, 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 the dismal of stories we got yeah. at once, yeah. but it just, it still hasn't sat well with me. Yeah. Not in that fashion. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. For you sure. Know, all I can do is just pray over that, but yeah. to this moment. Yeah. I, now I would love to I speak to that because that was mm-hmm. actually another conversation that, yeah. um, I wasn't too sure if I wanted to have, but since you mentioned it and since you kind of had some of those same questions, sentiments, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it is something that we can discuss. Yeah. And when I say discuss, I know a lot of people listen to us because they love to hear our difference of opinions. For sure. And I know they love to hear the debates and the arguments, but <laughs> this is not one of those shows. No. This is something where I have a feeling. Yeah. I want to share it. Yeah. I am in a space with two of the more spiritual people yeah. in my life um, as far as Stephanie and Pete air goes yeah um so when you mention why and questioning the the higher powers and god yeah. you know that was a short moment of time in my head too but yeah. that's not where i want to kind of start with i'm going to go back to what stephanie said and she was like you looked at uh kobe as a god right as basketball god level you know, god in level. basketball yeah yeah but for me and i think for most men yeah um Athletes are superheroes. Yeah. Speak to that, Mm -hmm. Savon. So when you hear that Mm -hmm. it's the most heroic opportunity situation that you can have is a helicopter or a plane, you know, coming to its end. Yeah. Yeah. You think of those moments of, yo, I know Kobe. I know Kobe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Kobe, yeah. He, he's gonna figure it out. He's like yeah. your favorite uncle. He's gonna know, figure you know, it out. Something like yeah. that. Like, and, yeah. and to me, the the only way that I could really describe it to my younger sister was like, "Yo, you remember when we went to go see Avengers? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that feeling of the air being sucked out of the room when Iron Man died? Yeah, yeah. 
superheroes don't die Boy. in our heads and right. our hearts and our beliefs. Right. And I think that was one of the harder things, you know, to kind of cope with it. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Shout out to his 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 family, Vanessa, who we yeah. have yet to mention. Um, and again, as men and, and, and even women, because mm-hmm. Kobe was big on women's sports. Yeah. 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 Gianna, yeah. His, his daughter, like mm-hmm. she re-inspired him to get into yeah. sports again. He found he he refound his love in basketball. The and Mamba. how amazing. Sorry, I was just going to say, like, how amazing that he had all girls. All girl. Didn't have a son. And was proud. And was proud. Mm. And his, like, you could just tell, like, Gianna loved the game. Yeah. You know, like, she's a basketball player. She's a part of the Mamba mm-hmm. Academy. Mm-hmm. They, you know, all the pictures that I've seen with, like, her and her dad, you could just see her light up on the court. She loved being next to him. Yo, imagine the first time she said in her head, like, I want to play basketball. I want to yeah. do what my dad's doing. Yeah. You know, and imagine, like, how amazed he was to hear that like imagine like what he filled up with he probably like saw his own life like flash before his eyes through her yeah you know like he probably saw his career and more like Mm -hmm. what she could be yeah you know and i think going back to what you said alex about asking those questions like why god like why kobe why you know of course and that's the human in all of us you know what i mean i think for me it really let me see that like our time here is precious and like it made me feel I know mortal. we all it made it made me feel more you know really, I think really, we all, really I think mortal. we all think like oh I'm gonna live till like I'm a hundred years old yeah. I'm gonna live forever till I'm old yeah. and like Kobe was 41 years old you know what I mean he still had like mm-hmm. six he could have had like 60 more years or like mm-hmm. eight like 20 you know what I mean so for me it was just like yo our time here is limited mm-hmm. and it's precious and it made me look at my life like, like yo, this is really a gift. Yeah. Like, we take that for granted. Like, mm-hmm. life being a gift, waking up. No. Kobe Bryant didn't get to see Monday morning. And think about know? how many times in your life yeah. someone has told you, like, yo, don't take it for granted. Don't take yo, it for don't granted. Take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't take it for granted. We say it all I, the time to each all other. All the time. Man, mm-hmm. I promise you, this has probably been <laughs> the one or two times in my life where, like, I feel like I have to change my day-to-day thinking wow. and how I approach this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I got to start telling everybody I love them. Yeah. And it's not because of an occasion or mm-hmm. because someone passed. It's like, mm-hmm. my nigga, like, yeah. I got to the studio today. Yeah. God willing. Yeah, that's <laughs> It's good. not yeah. even a joke. It, it really, I was trembling. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, a little bit. What, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what was it? I mean, I know there's a bunch of things that you kind of think about that for sure. Uh, pull at your heartstrings that yeah. make you feel emotional. Yeah. But what was it specifically for you mm-hmm. in the moment of finding it out? I think for me, it was a combination. Uh, so I'll go first. I think it was mm-hmm. a combination of knowing I'm not a father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine what it's like being a father in the last moments of you and one of your child's lives. Right. Um. I looked at my puppy, my dog. <laughs> Closest thing to <laughs> it, right? You know what I'm saying? And I just thought about, mm-hmm. you know, one of the reasons why I love my dog so much is because I know I can protect her. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not a bigger dog. She's not. No. You know, she can't small do any pup. harm. Mm-hmm. Too much harm. Maybe a little bit of stuff. She almost, got, she, she almost got scrapped up. <laughs> she, can't, she can't do too much harm, right? Yeah. But I think one of the, the reasons why I, I kind of fell in love with that connection is because you feel like a protector yeah. in a sense right yeah, yeah. so i could not imagine being in the the final moments and not being able to protect yeah because i'm pretty sure and i don't know kobe bryant personally but the man that he was and what he stood for if there was an option to say yo take me 
and leave her, he would have done that. No question. Yeah. So I think that was my first thing. And then the the immediately after I thought about uh my father, mm-hmm. who is a huge Kobe Bryant fan. Oh man. And how sports kept our relationship close in some of the darkest times of my life mm. when wow. he was locked up yeah. for years on end and I didn't understand it and I didn't know when he was coming out and wow. the moments were yo did you see Kobe do this do you remember LeBron James doing that like I said my favorite player was Tracy McGrady Tracy yeah. McGrady was Kobe Bryant's counterpart in the league at some point mm-hmm. it used to be an actual debate mm-hmm. people may not remember or people may not know but mm-hmm. it was Tracy McGrady Allen Iverson Kobe Bryant those were one of your three favorite players yeah. coming up when I was coming up that was that time man Vince Carter maybe <laughs> once in a while and then LeBron came and it was over everybody mm-hmm. but it was and no, it wasn't over for everybody, except for Kobe. It was yeah, over, over exactly. for everybody else except for, for Kobe. Kobe, Kobe yeah. took one error and, and brought that Mamba mentality, that competitiveness into a whole nother era where it was, became, oh, now he's synonymous with LeBron James and right. Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul. Just kept up. You know what I'm saying? He kept up. Where <laughs> your favorite childhood players, they just didn't. So right. it, it meant a lot deeper than just damn now I can't listen to him speak and he's not here for selfish reasons right. it's like I know what he meant to me and my yeah. childhood and the people around me yeah um so those were some of the first thoughts that 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 I thought about when I heard the news yeah I think for me it was just like first obviously the impact right again like this larger than life person is not here anymore yeah. you know you you instantly relate it to yourself and like wow my life is also like it could just be here one day gone the next yeah. But for me, honestly, I think what did it for me was a couple things. I think it was um, I, I put myself in scenarios of other people. Alex talks about this a lot, being the hood's advocate, thinking outside the box and thinking for others and everything like that. And um, I think for me, it was like Vanessa finding out mm. and then calling him, right? Calling his phone, probably back mm. to back to back, calling Gianna's phone back to back to back and just praying like with everything inside of her that it just wasn't true that it's not true you know what I mean and I thought about my loved ones and hearing that news I remember my dad got in a car crash a couple years ago and you know people from the hospital called us my mom was calling him he couldn't she couldn't get in contact with him and it's that initial panic that you feel because you're faced with like the truth the possibility of this thing but also like not like praying with everything inside you that it's not true. So I thought about Vanessa. I thought about just like her process of like coming to terms with it, calling her family's fragment fragmented at the time. We weren't sure who else was on the plane. We didn't Mm -hmm, know that Gianna mm -hmm, had passed. mm -hmm. And then you find out another tragedy happens on top of that. So not only did she lose like, her life partner, her husband, her mate. 17 years old. 17. That's when she was, her and Kobe. No, that's when, oh yeah. Kobe and Vanessa Yeah, met your best friend. Like somebody you've been doing life with for so long is now not a part of your physical life anymore. Your daughter's gone. The family is fragmented. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing I thought about. I thought about the family. I thought about Vanessa. I thought about the sisters. You know what I mean? But then I thought about you know, I thought about I looked at I looked at my boyfriend and I thought about every little kid, every little boy that was inspired to play the game of basketball, to love the game of basketball because of Kobe Bryant, you mm. know, because of that relentlessness, because of that. I tore my meniscus and or my heel, my Achilles heel. And I'm and I'm and I'm still shoot and, and walk off the court like nothing happened to me. You know what I mean? What? 
Remember when he like tore his like Achilles? Achilles yeah. Um, and then who? Somebody else did it too when he was out for the count. Um, a few people that Clay was Thompson. Thompson. Clay Thompson. And he like wasn't able to get you know. And so you know just to see like even his nickname like the Mamba. I looked it up because I was like you know what I never looked up like I never knew what the Mamba. I thought it was a dance, you know. And it's for anybody who doesn't. That's cute, Steph. That's really cute. <laughs> it sounds like the Mamba, right? So like a, like a dance, yeah. like a salsa. You know the bachata, the Mamba. Um, some say Mamba, no. Some say Mamba. I would have put you on. You would have put me on if I needed. If it was a Latin dance, yeah, you would have been the first I one. I would have seen you like skating around the room. I would have had to master the Mamba footsteps if it was a Latin dance. I promise you. Yes, but for those who who don't know. So um, a mamba is a large, agile, highly venomous African snake. So, you know, all of these things that are associated with him just kind of being like a hero, a basketball guy, you know, this person that bad things can't happen to. You can't be down for too long. You know what I mean? Resilient. Resilient. Resilient is the perfect word. You know what I mean? Like a phoenix, like rising from the ashes, you know, Mm -hmm. thing like that. So I thought about, I thought about his his wife. I thought about the rest of his family. I thought about all the, all the people who grew up on Kobe, who played the game of basketball because of Kobe. Cause I didn't, you know, I'm not a huge like basketball fan. I love, I love like watching basketball, but I've never like played, I've never wanted to play basketball or yeah, go to the yeah, league yeah. or anything like that but still respect you know so much respect for the game and, and for everybody and, else and you real know? quick yeah. Alex I know you're yeah. about to go but yeah. you said um, Kobe inspired all the young guys who yeah. wanted to play basketball and girls, some, and girls yeah, too you know, he, he, mm-hmm. young athletes young athletes right That's a good you, one. you yeah. say he inspired that because mm-hmm. of those traits because of the resilience because yeah. of the never give up kind of mentality I think Kobe inspired myself personally in life that way Mm -hmm. I'm not an athlete I don't dribble the ball I don't make a living that way but like he's the one and I would say maybe Mm -hmm. two others that Mm -hmm. I could truly think of where it was like they embody excellence yeah embody excellence yeah I think that's kind of what I most took from Kobe while he was here and what I'm gonna take after excellence What about you, Alex? What what were some things that went through your head when Not you first lie, found yeah, out? Man, I kind of when I first heard the news, I looked in the sky and I said, "Is this is this revenge?" Ooh. Like kind of say, "Vaughn was Savon was alluding to mm. earlier." Like I wasn't the biggest Kobe Bryant fan, mm. and I felt really fucking guilty for it these past few days. Really? Solely because, yeah, man, like, like not knowing enough about him. Not even knowing or, enough because I know a lot. I'm a basketball oh, savant okay, in, okay. That, in that text, okay. but you know, just just not appreciating it. Mm as much as I should have. Mm. It was it was really messing with my head, yeah. you know, because for years I would I was always on the opposite side. Yeah. But not until he retired is when I started to give his give him that give for that sure. due diligence to like really mm-hmm. understand what Kobe yeah. meant to us. Yeah. And he only retired about what two years 2016. Two, 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 what's that? 3 four, 4 years, four years, four ago. years ago now. Mm-hmm. And um it, it just made me think about a lot in life. Mm. And uh how we should really look at things. Like, yeah. you don't have to necessarily like something yeah. to respect it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, yeah. you know. <clears throat> no, mm-hmm. please, mm-hmm. please. No, I was, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, like, yeah. I know that, you know, we joke around a lot about each other's kind of mannerisms yeah. and our traits and stuff like that. Yeah. And even at home, like in my personal life, like, 
my friends, they call me crazy. Mm-hmm. It's well, like, yo, bro, you're crazy. You're uh-huh. psychotic, right? <laughs> I couldn't and, imagine and, why they would call you that. Say, <laughs> right? I have no clue. But up stuff. until this point, like. You don't show any signs of like instability. He's, but ne- now, he's never done that. He's never done that. <laughs> but now I take it <laughs> as such. Like, and we've even, it's documented on this podcast. Yeah, that yeah. you're crazy? No, it's a <laughs> sociopathic <laughs> kind of tendencies, right? Yes, yes. Are you trying to clean it up? Right? <laughs> so we, yeah. we spoke about some of those tendencies that I've admitted to yeah. and that. Stephanie and Alex have helped me even realize a little mm. bit about myself that I might have been in denial of mm. but then you know I look at somebody like Kobe who's mm. so dedicated like yeah. you have to have that certain level it goes back yeah. to that debate like mm-hmm. you almost in a way have to have a, a healthy level of sociopathism if that's even a word yeah. to kind of get to a certain level and yeah. now like seeing the appreciation from his peers yeah. from people who who wanted to stop him mm. who legit tried to make a living off of stopping Kobe Kobe Bryant say and be like, yo, that man worked so hard. Yeah. That man was on just a different level. Yeah, like yeah. now I think about all the times I've been called crazy and psychotic mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like, yo, you need to chill, stop yeah. working so hard. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like the ultimate compliment to mm-hmm. me because it's like, again, I, I, I'm not Kobe Bryant. Yeah. I can never say I've done what I like. That I'm him. Yeah. I won't say that. But I will say that I have <laughs> and I, I do truly try to. Yeah. Uh, excuse me embody that that mentality yeah. that he has shown yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. the only really way that i can say it so now when you guys call me a sociopath you know what i might take it <laughs> as a compliment now i'm it. not gonna sit there and be All like right. steph i can't wait to diss her next week <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna take it like yo yeah. you know what steph that's thank love you. thank that's you that's love you, you know, don't know what that means <laughs> baby <to> mama <laughs> baby mama <laughs> not even but yeah. just in, in yeah. again yeah. that realm yeah, of wanting to be great for sure and willing to sacrifice and willing not to take any sure. shortcuts they had um they said this man it was a story that was being told um alan iverson told told the story of yo their rookie years um alan iverson went to los angeles now ai played in philly very different vibe nightlife every nothing is quite like los angeles nothing. except for in exceptions of maybe two or three cities um in the states right yeah. so ai played in philly uh kobe was a laker AI went to uh, Los Angeles. They chopped it up, right? And Allen Iverson asked Kobe, like, yo, what you about to get into tonight? I'm mm-hmm. about to go to the clubs. Like, mm-hmm. what's up? Mind you, these are 18 to 21 year old yeah. men, guys, kids, whatever you want to call them, yeah. ready to go hit the town right. now. Right. Yeah. Alex, yeah. you hit me. <laughs> like, like, yo, I'm in LA. I got some moves. We got some money. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's go hit the streets. Yeah. Yeah, I might yeah. be tempted, right? <laughs> yeah. Kobe said, oh, you going to the club? Yeah, I'm going to the gym to put up some shots. <sighs> Had him fucked up. At 18. That's 18 years old, man. <sighs> you know, and that's just one of the yeah. stories. And that's interesting because yeah. at 18, man, there's no way I had this sort yeah, of mind. Yeah, for sure. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Two saying. two things come to my head when you were talking about like having a certain level of like reckless abandon, like sociopathicness, right? Yeah. Two things come to my mind. Mm-hmm. The first one is like, I was talking about this to my friends this weekend. And just like pursuing my acting career more full time. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, for I called myself a reluctant actress. I called myself a reluctant actress because I didn't have the training that some of my other friends, some of my friends are like MFA students at Columbia. You know what I mean? They're like in it. And so I thought I'm like, you know what? Like my whole life, I believe the lie that all you needed is natural talent. But not like natural talent makes you lazy if you don't do anything with yep. it. Kobe, like when you when you think about Kobe, like when you think about like I know we keep refer- ref- referencing him to like this godlike basketball figure, mm-hmm. right? But Kobe was prepared. When you mix t- 
talent, natural talent, a natural skill with preparedness, Mm -hmm. you're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Because there's people out here that are maybe not as talented as you, but Mm -hmm. are working harder. They're more prepared than Mm -hmm. you are. And that's what gives them the edge. Now, when you mix, I have a natural affinity, a natural skill towards something, and I'm I'm taking 40, 50, 50, 500 shots a day when other people said, mm-hmm. you know what? I just I just put up 30. Let me go. Let me go celebrate. Mm-hmm. Cody's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just put up 60. Let me go back in. Next week, I got to do 80. So mm-hmm. now pause. You know what I mean? You remember what I was saying last week on our Parks episode? I think that's what I've pulled from Kobe. Mm. My uncle that passed away kind of taught me that. Mm. And that's kind of what it. Speak it about your uncle a little bit. You kind of told me and yeah stuff, for the stuff show, off air, yeah. But I would love for you to kind of share that with our listeners. Yeah. So uh, my mom has. I told you my mom came from polygamy. Yeah. Yep. And we all know so, Alex. Yeah. Um, She's a product a single, of a polygamy yes, yes. single yes. parent household. Yes. Correct. No true relationship with your father. Exactly. Correct. Right. Yeah. Thank you for highlighting that. Yes. And my uncle was probably one of the few father figures I had in my life. This is her older brother, little brother? Yeah, little brother. This is her little brother. Yeah, okay. so more closer to my age. Oh, okay. And the things I pulled from him, I think is probably mm-hmm. AIDS as to why I am the way that I am now. Yeah. He was a Nigerian dude that, you know, wasn't under the LEDs. He wasn't a lawyer, engineer, doctor. What did he do? He was in a basketball. He was a correctional oh. officer. Oh, wow. But he was like the cool. He was like the cool one. You know, yeah. like a bunch of tats, <laughs> getting fly, yeah. bringing girls in and out the crib. <laughs> <laughs> like it was dope to me. Okay, was, now we just, understand. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. That was like probably like one of my only few father figures. And yeah. He passed away back in like 08, 09. Okay. And um, we would always, the way we bonded would be like, Again, the going back and forth on basketball. Mm. So he was he was the Kobe guy, mm. and it kind of speaks to what I was saying a little earlier just now when I was speaking to you know, it brings back so many emotions because when you're on the opposite side for so long, yeah. it takes away from your appreciation. Mm-hmm. So um, I just got a bunch of emotions from yeah. like him teaching me how to be a man, and also what Kobe did in my life to kind of reference what you yeah. were speaking to yeah. where it's like yeah we, we, we dropped 40 today uh-huh. tomorrow time we to gotta take, go yeah it's not gotta, time to take a break it's not time yeah. to take a break and yeah. it's not, not that you shouldn't enjoy the moment for sure you know enjoy it yeah mm-hmm. but show your confidence yeah show why you're good at yeah, this yeah 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 I forget you know, what um, I was listening to something I was reading some article and they talked about he had just had like a crazy win mm. right crazy win mm. and he's sitting over there drenched in champagne whatever <laughs> towel over his head and everything like that everybody's celebrating his teammates celebrating Kobe off in the corner reflecting Mm. Mm -hmm. like if I could be a fly on the wall Mm. of his brain of his head to know what was going through his mind (laughs) he was thinking of a master plan he was probably filled with so much excitement that he was like oh what am I gonna do next he was already on next year's fine on next year's because to have that level of like yo you just maybe they won I forgot what it was but maybe they won like a championship or like whatever it was probably a chip right Mm -hmm. that's like a moment for you to be like yo Mm -hmm. We're going to all the strip clubs in LA tonight. All of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All Nigga, of we them. We finishing Joe Budden podcast live show. I'm ready to hit the strip. Right. He just he just happy for a good night. You know what I mean? Uh, like we wrapped show. we wrapped up the tour. We doing good. We had a good show. Let's do all the strip clubs in Manhattan. Please. Okay. Stall it, stall it. You know what I'm saying? So for him to like, you know, he's probably like that's what normally you'd go do. You know, yeah. he's probably thinking mm-hmm. like you said. He's probably in next year's uh, championship, mm-hmm. next year's final, and or reflecting or on reflecting. the shots he should have made. Uh, yeah. How could I have done this better? Like maybe I could have passed it down low to Shaq and this, whatever the scenario was. Yeah, maybe tell anyone. Not necessarily have to tell anyone, but just hone in and work out on your own. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think another thing for me, right, 
is then because you think about it, you think about all the folklore, and yeah. uh, again, you know, Pierre, I know you're huge in the sports, and Alex as well, yeah. and Steph, you know, your uh, your boyfriend's love for yeah. sports allow you to. I live vicariously enter. through it. exactly, like <laughs> so. I know you understand it too. It. Yeah. And 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 it's like anybody or most of our audience is in a, a demographic between let's say 18 to maybe 30 to yeah. 35 mm-hmm. right that's the millennial and so range. Yeah. yes yeah. and that uh demographic right there for the most part majority of us we didn't really live with michael jordan right yeah. Um, right. You, you knew Michael Jordan by the time I was born. I'm 26 right now. He was the, already a legend. He was, while we he were was Jordan. Up. He was yeah. like, he Space was Jordan. Jam was already mm-hmm. out. Yeah. He was in, yeah. Like, he, he, we were he just was riding that wave. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh shit, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jordans were a thing by the time I was born. Oh, for exactly. sure. We, we were born into it. Yes. yes. So it's a yeah. lot different. So yeah. even though my dad, his favorite player was Kobe Bryant, mm. you know, I called him and I said, yo, bro, like, this is this is my Jordan. Like, I know this is your favorite player. Mm. I didn't get to see Jordan. No. I didn't get to experience Jordan's dominance, his greatness. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, Kobe, he, he embodied who Jordan was as a mm. player, as a competitor, and even his mannerisms. And so that was it for me. It was like, yo, I got robbed of that. Mm. I, I look at All-Star Weekend and you see the dunk contest judges, the Dr. J's, you see Charles Barkley, the dunk you see not even Patrick the same Newman, now. you see all these older legends who yeah. you hear these stories about, who you see their numbers and you see how their careers and their lives play out. Yeah. And and you see Jordan too mm-hmm. with his boot cut pants, so you can say whatever you want to say about him. <laughs> He's still here. <laughs> you know, like a pair of J's. <laughs> but we know what, some dress shoes. you want to know what? R- real quick, real quick. Yeah, we yeah. know what a 55-year-old yeah. Michael Jordan looks like. Right. Exactly, exactly. We're able to make those jokes because right. he was blessed and fortunate enough yeah. to live his life through. Yeah. Kobe Bryant was the Jordan for us. Has Jordan so, spoke? He did, he did leave a statement. a statement. It seemed like it came from his team. Okay. But, you know, again, it, it, it goes to say, like, I remember being super young, maybe watching the Vince Carter dunk contest. And wow. You, you see all these old retired players who mm. are embedded in your brain as a sports fan. Like, you're born into just knowing who a Dr. Exactly. J is. Exactly. Yeah. You just know. I never got yeah. to see Dr. J, but I know, okay, at this age, he's old. Yeah. And he's old because he got to live. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah, Kobe yeah. Bryant, he, he he didn't even get to see himself go into the wow. Hall of Fame. Wow. Which was supposed to happen this year. Mm. Right? He, he, he hasn't gotten a chance to write or give a Hall of Fame speech, like mm. Shaquille O'Neal said, his partner. And then that's a whole other thing with Shaq and Kobe. Mm-hmm. You don't hear Shaq without Kobe. You didn't really hear that <laughs> tandem said to separate it too much. I know they had their, their time, but yeah. it wasn't... You know, Seeing on the best. Eye to eye. Yeah, yeah, but it's like that was what introduced me to sports. Mm. Y'all know I speak about it on the podcast all the time. In my in my free time, I like to play video games. Mm-hmm. One of the very first video games I got introduced to was NBA Live '99. Yes, sir. Mm. Kobe Bryant had the Afro. Mm. Me and my brothers used to sit there <sighs> and play the shit all the like. Yeah. All of these things are just running through my head that my yeah. my mom she couldn't truly understand, and I don't yeah. expect her to because she's not there playing yeah, the yeah, video yeah. games for with sure. me. Yeah. Like my love for sports, the reason why I love sports the way I do now. Mm-hmm. A lot of that has to do with Kobe Bryant. Right. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's kind of what I wanted to speak to Steph about. You said your mother, you didn't expect for your mother to really understand. Mm. Steph, as a girlfriend, as a woman, as a potential wife, how did you know how important this was to kind of console your man in mm-hmm. this? Because I saw like a lot of whack shit on my timeline this week in terms of like men exhibiting emotion mm. and uh, 
what men should not cry about or should should care about how did you as a, as a woman knew what that was for, for, for your man um because it bothers it really bothers me how yeah. how people can't see how people can be not only role models for us but teachers for us that not that are not necessarily our parents yeah <laughs> Whew, sorry pierre's got a little yeah, um, emotional as he should. Right but now. see yeah. and pierre Even is exhibiting that, emotion yeah. as he should as a man yeah. because people want men to change but don't want us to feel yeah yeah so i think um <laughs> remember when i was like talking about like how i was relating to this yeah. not only just based off of his like family but like off the people that oh sorry guys it's all right. um, take your time take your time um off the people that were just like inspired by him and everything yeah. like you know my man was sitting like right on the couch like next to me you know and i knew that he didn't know how to express that emotion you know i knew he didn't know how to express that emotion so i almost felt like I, I needed to do it for him in a way or like do it so that he could see that it's okay. You know, um, for him, it's a little different. I think the way that he, I think the way that he tried to experience it and feel it, he's, he, he's a history buff. You know what I mean? So he went right back into the vault. He found like five, 10 documentaries, threw them on. We started immediately talking about some of his like favorite moments, you know, cause he, he's, he's right there. We grew exactly. up with Kobe, like mm -hmm. Savon was saying, you know, so, um, I think for me, like, it would be easy in that moment to let the moment pass you by, to not feel it, to get caught up in the shock. I let myself feel it. I think some men are scared to let themselves feel that uncontrollable emotion because they don't know where it's going to take them. They don't know what, where it's, what it's going to do. You know what I mean? They might be scared to feel it. They might carp Carpent, that's such a hard word. It's the hardest Compartmentalize, word compartmentalize it. it. It took me a month you know, to you get it. Compartmentalizing. Yeah, right. They yes. might try to compartmentalize it. Um, you know what I mean? So I just tried to be there with him. Just let him, just listen to him. Tell me about all his favorite moments. You know, he's a big Knicks fan. Mm -hmm. So he was like, y'all know the Knicks. Y'all know how hard it is to be a Knicks <laughs> yeah, fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think we wanted chips since the 70s or some crazy <laughs> shit like that. You know so what you I know mean? What so, so, you know. The year before Kobe was born. Yeah. Was and he was born in like 78. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so I'm saying. So it was like something <laughs> somewhere nuts. in the 70s. It was yeah, like 40 years ago. Yeah. Some, some yeah, crazy number like that. Shout out to any Knicks fan. Exactly. So he said, you know, watching Kobe, it was such like a breath of fresh air. Because it's like your favorite, seeing your favorite team lose back back to back to back to back you needed to see some wins yeah, so Kobe somewhere. I think for him he didn't want to support another team per yeah, se yeah. so he supported another player mm. you know what I mean and so he was like Kobe is really what helped him continue to be a Knicks fan yeah. mm -hmm. you know um, so yeah I just I think even ladies like if you know we're not we if even if you're not a basketball fan even if you know nothing just like just be there for him just like let him like if you know if you don't sit down and like watch 2k with him like play 2k with him like sit down play 2k with him for this one time you know let him li listen to him tell you about all his favorite memories of kobe like let him just tell you about all like that's his way that's right. your man's way of like right. mourning this moment right. you know what i mean and then when he finally gets it all out when he gets all that nostalgia out he's gonna come to the end of himself right. he's gonna really feel it and he might shed a tear he might cry my man did you know what I mean so I was just there for him at that moment so you know that's just a piece of advice that I could give that's how you can that's how as women if you're not a lover of the sport or heavily involved mm -hmm. yeah. that's how you can kind of like stand in the gap for the people who are and the people you love who are it's yeah. okay to feel it's okay to feel you know I say that because for the longest like I was one of those individuals that would just tuck everything Jeez. because you know 
quote unquote as a man that's what you're supposed to do yeah. but even it, yes it is okay to feel mm. and I think yeah. um, I think we do a really good job as men you know me, you and I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. like we do a really good job at being honest with ourselves and our feelings. Yeah. Like I don't have a problem coming on this podcast, opening up yeah. and you know, neither do you. So I think it is okay to feel, but I, I think for me, like I don't remember the last time I truly cried. Mm -hmm. I've seen deaths in the last year. Mm. I've seen marriages in the last year. I've lost mm. friends over the last few years, friends that meant a lot to me. Um, I've been heartbroken yeah. over the last few years. Like, yeah, yeah. and I truly don't remember the last time I cried in a mm -hmm. way of feeling like, yo, my soul, there's some, there's a part of me leaving yeah. for somebody who I never met personally. Yeah. So it is okay to feel, yeah. but I think the biggest question for me was like, why do I feel so strong? Yeah. What was it about somebody who again I never identified as my true favorite player Same. but I think and and again I, it goes back to you and your uncle right how you said your uncle was such a huge Kobe fan and you were on the opposing end right. and then for me it's like all right so and, and this goes back to my dad again mm -hmm. my father I kind of wanted to to walk in his shoes in a sense like he was the standard for cool to mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. Uh, from the music to the clothes. So yeah. when jerseys was popping, yeah. I wanted to have every jersey yeah. that my dad had. Yeah. Um, the music, his favorite artist, he used to love Hove, Jay-Z, Jada Kiss, The Locks. That's what I grew up to. I, I wanted to emulate that, right? Yeah. And even sports figures. Yeah. yeah. Randy Moss, the, the wow. wide receiver, like yeah. wow. that was his favorite play. He introduced me to him. Mm -hmm. Now I'm a Patriots fan because when Randy Moss Most went to the Patriots, yeah. I just embodied Randy. Like, And then... Even Tracy McGrady, he introduced me to Tracy McGrady, but it was something about when he decided, yo, Kobe Bryant is his favorite player, is like, Almost gave it like he's a so of great, yeah. Yeah. I can't even follow you to go that route, bro. <laughs> <laughs> because now yeah. it's obvious I'm dick riding. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like, yeah, it, yeah. Even in a crew of friends, think about your yeah. crew of friends, like, you. It's only one Kobe stand because yeah. mm. you can't look at the other man and be like, yo, I love him too, bro. Because mm. he was so great, you had to go against, against that. Mm. And not him, the Boy. man, right. but, but him, against the talent. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You had to try to find yeah. somebody who wasn't as great. It's almost like mm. uh, all, all these uh, people who try to hate Beyonce. Right. It's like, how do you really they hate try. Beyonce? Like, you know, or anything great, you kind of feel like you got to go against it the just so Green, it can yeah. feed your ego in a sense. For sure. And, and, yeah. and you don't have to be a follower in a sense. Or like use the overrated word. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, just to be like a contrarian. Because it goes back to what I was saying before about um, not to cut you off, you know no, about like the natural talent mm -hmm. and working hard. Even if you don't like Beyonce as a talent, even if you don't like the way she sings for yeah. whatever fucking yeah. reason, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> an anger in your you voice. gotta I can't imagine why. You know what I mean? For whatever pompous, cockamamie reason, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta respect that work ethic. Yeah. Yep. You yeah. can say whatever you want ethic. about Beyonce. You cannot say she don't put that work in, she mm -hmm. don't put that time in. Mm -hmm. That's really something that I think transcendence is a word that came to my mind when you were talking about uh, why do I feel the way I feel? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and transcendence is just an existence or experience. 
beyond the normal or physical level mm, got it. right and mm. so when you have that it don't matter it don't matter if you're a Kobe fan it don't matter if you went to every game it don't matter if you rock the jersey or if you stood up for him in basketball debates he transcended his his work ethic Kobe the talent Co- what Kobe stood for yeah. not even Kobe Bryant the man but what Kobe stood for is something that we can all translate you know that's something that we all resonate with exactly. you know what I mean that that work ethic um, I think about when Mike Michael Jackson passed and you know, even that. Oh, and you know that's what a I great mean? point. I'm so glad you yeah, brought that yeah, up because yeah. it almost slipped my mind. But continue yeah. your thought. No, no, and just then I want to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. those comparisons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I, I every time you hear of one of these stars dying, I always think about associate. I always try to like associate it with something else. Like, what does this remind me of? Like, what does this feeling mm-hmm. remind me yeah. of? And honestly, that might sound weird, but it helps me understand my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, to yeah. help me think about what else this impact has made me think of in the past. And I thought about Michael Jackson. And how that just like made the nation stand still. The world. The world. <laughs> the world. No. Entirely. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting at my Dell computer, wow. my yep, desktop. I was on AIM. <laughs> Wait, I was inside? I was outside. I was inside <laughs> at my, you know, you know, you know, your computer that looked like one of them TVs that got yeah. all that stuff in the back. Yes. Like, what is that? No back. flat screen. The fat back. I like that. <laughs> the fat back computer, my yeah. Dell computer. And I was on AIM. And I think I got an AOL news like update alert mm-hmm. and it said Ma- Michael Jackson passed away and I'm like <laughs> that's when fake news was rampant rampant like for yeah, real that's yeah. when like you know Donald Trump be talking about crying wolf fake news now no no no, no. like it'd be true you just be lying but like it was real <laughs> fake news right then you know it'd be true you'd be, it'd lying. Be true, you'd be lying but um like it was like everybody like celebrities were just getting killed left and right yeah. by the news and the oh, media yeah. by these by these hoax and yeah. everything mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so I'm like looking it up looking it up looking it up confirmed you know, and yeah. I'm just like, wow, this had the same kind of, I think, feel. I think, yeah. And and like you said, with like huge superstar celebrity deaths, you yeah. always kind of know where you are and how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. You, remember. you remember the moment. Yeah, you remember everything to a yep. T, yep. right? Yep. And, and, and then for me, it got to the point, again, why? You hear Whitney Houston, you mm-hmm. hear Prince, she was next. I was thinking you about hear Michael Jackson, you hear all these these global yeah. Legends, yeah. icons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they all passed away prematurely, like fifties mm-hmm. and maybe early sixties. Yeah, but bro. that is still super young. Yeah. But then you kind of look at the why, mm-hmm. and then the why is self harm. Mm. Um, uh, drugs see. have been a reoccurring theme mm. in some of these people's that we just named live. Again, you know, God bless them. I don't think any of it was intentional on any of their behalf. It yeah. hasn't been listed as a suicide, no. uh, accidental overdoses yeah. in, in most cases, right? A lot of self-medication, but you know, things like a that. Lot of it. Yeah. When they're committing these acts, it is a conscious decision to do so. And you know what could potentially be on the other side of the drugs that yeah. you are addicted to, yeah. right? Kobe Bryant did yeah. not live a life of... no. Uh, committing meaningless acts Acts. or self-harm. Kobe Bryant worked harder than anybody. And and wanted everybody else to work hard around him. I was just watching SportsCenter yesterday and Stephen A. was referencing to how Mm. Kobe would bring up his high blood pressure. Mm. <laughs> or Mike Wilbon from ESPN would, you know, he'd be like, yo, what's, what's up with your kids? Like, what mm. you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, being that young savant mm-hmm. and making sure not 
not just that he's good, but everyone else around him that he cares yeah. about. Healthy. Yeah. Healthy. Being yeah. healthy. Like, yeah. Yeah. in our community, we always speak yeah. about health. Yeah. He yeah. was somebody who embodied health. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mentally and physically. So yeah. to hear the tragedy occur is yeah. like, again, you just think why? Mm -hmm. Like, I know why Michael Jackson passed away. Mm -hmm. Was I in denial? Was I hurt? Was I affected? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Whitney Houston, I yeah. know why yeah. she's no longer with right, us. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Kobe So I Bryant, guess you're saying like it comes as less, still a shock, but less of a surprise. Yes. It's with like, oh, you know, right, 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 Whitney right. went out this way. Right. Damn, right. I yeah. hate it had to be Whitney. Yeah. Like, she was yeah. involved with this. Like, yeah. She was yeah. in a self-destructive like yeah. self path yeah. that they were in. Yeah. That we all knew if you keep yeah. playing with fire, yeah. it will. Yes, mm -hmm. you will. You Kobe Bryant wasn't one of yeah. those athletes and one of those people who personified yeah. self destruction right. you know what I'm saying like he was actually in the complete opposite he yeah. was writing children's books yeah. like and I don't even think that's been mentioned enough I like, didn't actually he won know an that. Oscar he was a storyteller yeah. in his second chapter not only did he want to uh, be a father a better father an on hands father and coach yeah. to um, his daughter but he had other daughters too yeah, yeah, yeah. that you know yeah. people fail to, to not mention yeah. um but he had other daughters that he was catering to them. Yeah. And by doing that, he was telling stories about mm. minority women. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's kind of yeah. what wow. really sucks, yo. You know, the WNBA just uh, passed um, one of their new, uh, I guess one of their new doctrines for the league where oh. women now will be at, paid at least a minimum of $500,000, mm -hmm. which is a really, Love really big it. feat for that, mm -hmm. for, that, uh, yeah, yeah. for that brand. Mm -hmm. um, is that the minimum for the for the NBA? No, the NBA. Uh, <laughs> you, you got some cats on the on the bench making two fifty. Yeah, okay. We, we ain't gonna talk about that. Okay, got that it. Don't play. Got but it, got that's what yeah. Kobe was. Just for the pushing. comparison, was, I wanted to see. Right, he yeah. was that. Yeah. He's just that strong advocate for women that yeah. he came over recent years, which yeah. is why this really, really hurts for me. Yeah. Because if it's if, if it's if you're not gonna take a certain group of people serious, mm -hmm. oh, you was gonna take Kobe serious. Oh yeah, for sure. And his message exactly. His message exactly. I mean, but how could he not? He was surrounded by women exactly. he had no sons yeah. how could he not how could he like he took what he was given and was yeah. like yo this is a treasure yeah, yeah. like you need to you need to honor the treasures in your life and especially you know? everything yeah. he went through early yeah. in his career with all the court cases and all that he literally yeah. took that and just found yep. a way to home yep. in that could have broke him that could have broke him it could have broke him i don't know you know, I think about, and this doesn't really have anything to do with Kobe specifically, but I think about like Chris Brown and everything. And I think that, you know, the whole situation with him and Rihanna, it kind of like tainted him. Like it followed yeah. him like through his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting why when you, when you kind of compare the two, why did Kobe, why did that situation with Kobe, we never really heard about it again. But with Chris Brown, it seems to follow him everywhere he goes. Yes. Mm. Yes, Chris Brown. Exact yeah. thing. You know, you're right about that. Yeah. Good. Chris yeah. Brown yeah. lived in it. Okay, yeah. you know what? I got in trouble. Yeah. I think things Rihanna kept happening with him. Yeah, yeah. and then it's like yeah. he didn't. Yeah. Lock he didn't in. chill. No, it yeah. like he was putting in the work mm. on that particular subject of what yeah. the issue was. Yeah, Kobe, he didn't become yeah. known for that. No, Kobe, no. Kobe didn't become known. It was like this happened. Whatever, like. I don't think it was ever like confirmed or anything yeah, it, like that. It got settled. It was it got, settled. It was settled. It was okay. Settled. Yeah, it was settled in court. Okay, but you and know, just yeah. because it was settled, I do want to show yeah. sensitivity yeah, to anybody who's been sure. of yes. sexual abuse yeah. because this is not the podcast or the platform no, yeah. where we will just you know not ice over that. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Alex is right. We're just going yeah. based off facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what, so that's what he says. Yeah. About yeah. What he says for sure. You know, but then but then it was like we didn't find him in another case and another case and another case. Like Kobe was like, now you're gonna pay attention to this work yeah. this work that I'm putting yeah. in unfortunately yeah. for Chris Brown 
he surrounded himself like like Savon said in that kind of like self-destructive yeah. path you yeah. know but um Absolutely. even going back to what you were talking about um i think you mentioned just something about like the mentality and like his and everything like that so i wanted to just mention you know the mamba sports academy that's where they were actually on the way to gianna had a game and kobe was actually supposed to coach it mm -hmm. um so that's another thing imagine the news they heard when <laughs> they found out that they weren't going to be there nuts. Um, That's but nuts. you know, the Mamba Academy, it supports a athlete holistically. So mind, body, and soul, um, they do cognition training. You know what I mean? When we think about the mentality, like mm -hmm. Kobe put himself into everything he did. Literally. So this sports main academy is like, okay, if I'm putting myself into something, what are some values that I uphold? Mm -hmm. Thinking that, that thought life, mm -hmm. right? Cognition training. So they train, um, their cognition training is specifically designed to improve your brain functioning on the field mm -hmm. by training it even when you're not. And that's directly and that made me think That's website. directly from the, the Mamba Sports Academy. Yes, you can, if you want to just keep experiencing who Kobe was like out, you know, now that he's not here, check out the, the projects that he was doing, check out the things that he was leaving behind. Cause that's a true story of a person, like mm -hmm. your projects and what you're doing. So, um, you know, that on the field training, training your mind, even when you're not goes back to what we were saying, where it's like, he just won a championship, but he's mm -hmm. thinking about the next takeover. Mm -hmm. And it really you know? speaks to his person because I yeah. can't tell you how many times I've been to a famous NBA players basketball camp. Mm. And you know, you're going in there to kind of get engulfed into their teachings, their doctrines, how, how they are the way they are. And it's just regular drills. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Alex, For me to um, hear that is amazing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah I, sure. I know you had a clip yeah. that you wanted to post, I mean, that you wanted us to take a listen to. Yeah. Um, he affected a lot of people. And like we said, he had a bunch of teammates, a bunch of competitors, a bunch of people who admired him, respected him. Um, For sure. But we all kind of watched Lamar Odom, who also has lived on, you know, unfortunately, a self-destructive kind of path. Yeah. And um, Kobe and him, they had a real true relationship. They won oh. a few titles together um, on oh, the yeah. Lakers. Oh, yeah, he played on the Lakers yes, for a little bit. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, I forgot and, about and that. Was a star with mm. Kobe. Mm. When Lamar was in a coma mm. due to, I believe, an overdose, yeah. Kobe was right at the hospital. Wow. Um, and so I know there was a statement that uh, Lamar had read and he also had spoken. But before we get into the clip, there was this one thing that he said. He was just like, you know, um, and I'm just paraphrasing, but he was saying, you know, in that time when I was in a coma and I wasn't sure if I would be here or not, if God would have told me then or gave me the option to take me or allow Kobe to stay, he said, I, I, I don't even deserve to kind of be here in a sense. Wow. Well, all that I've done, all the sins I've committed and knowing wow. Kobe Bryant. He he would have made that decision. So um, imagine hearing that coming out of another black man's mouth about another black man. Like, yeah, so, so much support there. Uh, mm -hmm. Very important. Yeah, Let's hear what important. Lamar had to say. Yeah. It seems um, rather surreal. Um, it feels like a, a long-lasting nightmare. I'm, I'm going to miss him dearly. His tutelage. Um... His strong will. I'm, I'm just blessed that I was able to um, rub shoulders with that man and have a little bit of that um, magical dust sprinkled off on me. Um, 
you know, I know I'm feeling really bad, and his fans are. I could just imagine um, how his children and, and his wife and his his mother and father feel right now. Lamar, listening to you speak, it's as if a part of you has been ripped away. Yeah, I'm, I haven't really f felt um, a pain or a shock like this since uh, since my son passed away in 2006. <sighs> wow. I feel right now. Jesus. And, and uh, yeah, if we could just stop it right there. I don't know how familiar most people are with Lamar Odom, but Lamar Odom has... Um, <sighs> And it, it hurts to kind of say, but Lamar Odom has been followed or he has experienced the loved ones around him dying for a very, long very long time. Yeah. Um, he's it's almost seems like every single year there's another report of a loved one or a family member or a close friend of Lamar Odom in particular yeah. passing away. Again, he just mentioned his son who passed away in 2006. I had no idea. Um, his best friend who was on his reality show with him and Chloe a few years back. Yeah. Um, it, they kind of showed the extensive issues that they had together, struggles with drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, his friend, his best friend passed away. Uh, due to a drug overdose a few Jesus. years ago, I believe. And again, I don't want to, you know, I should look up this information just to be accurate. Mm -hmm. But I also believe um, he's had a, a parent pass away, his father pass away as well. But um, needless to say, you know, somebody like Kobe Bryant, again, you you know all of kind of the, the, the skeletons in your closet mm -hmm. and what this man means to you. And, yeah. you know, honestly, I would feel a little bit guilty if I was Lamar as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hey. Like what survivor's guilt. Yeah, it's like yeah. survivor's remorse. It's survivor's like, yo, remorse. I've been out here not living the best way possible and you know this man took his time to come see me in a coma the reason i'm in yeah. this coma is because i was not living right yeah, yeah. i'm not in the coma because of a tragic you know um, accident or something like it was like yo i was doing self-destructive things that yeah. put me here yeah. but yet this man who is a, a icon took right. his time to come and see me a former teammate yeah. my odom lost his mother to colon cancer yep. 12 he at 12. 12 um he lost his <laughs> his father was a heroin addict yeah his father was a heroin addict mm -hmm. when he when Lamar was only 24 yeah. and that's really close to my age it's just yep it's fucking my head up and it's just it's crazy cause it kinda goes to see old, like six, mo yeah, six year old son six month old son six month old son yeah you know it just it kinda just goes to show like you could kinda see like these generational things like that kinda happen yeah and yeah. every generation there's a new opportunity to break the mold yeah. you know to break yeah. it and it's easy to judge when it's not your situation when you haven't grown up in certain circumstances it's easy to judge it's easy to call people out their name call them a crackhead call them a druggie all these yeah. different things but it's like until you know like until you walked a mile in that yeah. person's shoes you can't say you can't say you know what I mean so Lamar Odom has honestly seeing him just up and at the is he is he playing again no uh, he no was, he's not, not but he's but he's, he's healthy yeah. you know what i mean he's, he's out the hospital he's trying. Yeah. he's trying like he's he's fighting yeah. you know he's he is fighting, fighting. and i i don't like i don't come specifically like that's not my war like i don't come from like a, a generation of like you know addiction as far as like drugs are and, and things like that yeah. but you know just to see him fighting like he should take that i understand survivor's remorse and all of that but you're here uh, you're here 
you I, know I do so, want to give some of the people yeah. who um, aren't in the studio to kind of reflect on you know their thoughts and feelings <laughs> yeah. on Kobe but before we get into that I kind of <laughs> want to keep it at a player's level I want the three of us to kind of just read uh, some players <laughs> thoughts and tributes to Kobe Bryant just so we could kind of bring it in as a whole yeah. as to like what he meant to some of our superheroes mm -hmm. <laughs> like my best friend uh Devin he's a huge Chris Paul fan mm -hmm. and I know Chris is fucked up right he didn't really realize it so I, I would love if we could all just kind of read just yeah. one player each and then we'll go into kind of what Kobe meant to some of the people that are close to us. So For I'll sure. kind of I'll kind of start with that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Carmelo Anthony has been an individual mm. has that has been um, you want to say blackballed? Sure. In mm. the NBA for a little bit now. They tried. They tried. Mm. They tried. But he's a person that's been battling as mm -hmm. we're speaking to mm -hmm. Lamar. Mm. And uh, in his post, he goes, damn, bro. I hate when I have to. I hate when I have so much to say, but I can't put it into any words. Yeah. The times I have the most, the times I have the most to say are the times that I can't talk. Mm. I'm screaming wow. inside, but I can't be heard. Wow. You don't. You don't know how hard it is to try to pretend to smile when I have these clouds of emotions. You just called me. You just told me you were coming to the game on Friday. Jesus. And that you were proud of me, and regardless of anything to stay true to myself and stay mellow. We were just laughing about how hard you were working Gigi and her teammates. I told you they need a day off, LOL. This pain is most unbearable, champ. Why you, bro? Why yeah. Gigi? Yeah. Why leave Vanessa with this sadness and pain? Why? This will never make sense to me. I know I'm not supposed to question God's will. I know. I know God doesn't make mistakes. It just seems like it's always it always rains the hardest on those who deserve the sun. Jesus. There are moments in life when there's simply no words to describe the pain within. This is one of them. Mm. You will continue to be loved. You will be missed. You will forever be remembered. Your legacy will live on forever. Our friendship will never be forgotten. I know you will be near even if I don't see you. Peace, King. There were no goodbyes. Wherever you be, you'll be in our hearts. All praise due. Yeah. Stay mellow. And, and that one really, 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 really connected with me. Because um, I could feel the emotion through the post. Mellow don't talk. Mellow don't talk, Savon. If you know anything about Mellow, right? Mellow, Mellow don't speak. speak. He don't open up like that. Yeah. And um, He's it, the Alex of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> Stay it mellow. In. Yeah. Stay mellow. And keep right. it in. Right? Until he finally opens his mouth, that's and it's just like, wow. And then, oh, we didn't know you, you at all. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how you felt. Yeah, that's how you felt. Um, you know, Chris. And it just felt yeah. genuine. I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It it did. Because if you have somebody that doesn't open up, you know, and then they finally do, yeah. you know, something brought them there to that. You know, to yeah. say that. Um, Chris Paul also posted. Um, They've been very clo really close, um, played games together. You know, it looks like they've had a really amazing relationship. So Chris Paul says, um, I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully process it. My parents have always said everything happens for a reason and it's in God's plan. But this one is different. Broken fingers, torn Achilles, mm -hmm. it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. You overcame it all. You were different. Sometimes we competed so hard against each other that you could never tell how I was always watching you. I needed to see how much better I needed to get and how much harder I needed to work. 
the love you had for the game was nowhere near the love you had for your girls. Wow. All five of them. And Gigi, who we had already prearranged her marriage with Lil Chris, is as beautiful and feisty as she could ever be. As I've watched you in retirement, as happy as you've ever been, I sat back and prayed and hoped that my baby girl, oh God, oh, that my baby girl will look at me the same way Gigi looks at you. Um, I love you and will miss you with all my heart, my brother. All my love to Vanessa and all the families during this time. Yeah, it just shows the respect that the people that we love and we look up to and the heroes of our time felt toward them. And yeah. I guess it kind of just puts everything in perspective because you don't realize it. You you don't no. realize where your heroes got to pull from. Yeah. You don't realize yeah. how blessed we are to kind of be able to witness such resilience. Exactly. Um, yeah. Before, you know, we go to the call, I do just want to read one more. And this is the one that everybody was kind of waiting for. Um this 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 one is tough as well but it's lebron james and if you don't know lebron just passed kobe bryant on the all-time scoring list on saturday which is um, just which gives you just more chills which is almost like you can't make it up it almost seems like a script from hollywood you know but um i guess a lot like how we felt lebron james just read or he said i'm not ready but here i go yeah man I'm sitting here trying to write something for this post, but every time I try, I begin crying again, just thinking about you. My niece, Gigi, and the friendship slash bond slash brotherhood we had. I literally just heard your voice Sunday morning before I left to Philly to head back to LA. Um, anybody who doesn't know, which I'm sure you may have heard, but Kobe Bryant is from Philly. Yeah. So that has Mary its own kind of yeah symbolism in itself. I didn't think one bit for a million years that I, this would be our last conversation we'd have. WTF. I'm heartbroken and devastated, my brother. Man, I love you, big bro. My heart goes to Vanessa and the kids. I promise you I'll continue your legacy, man. You mean so much to us all here, especially Laker Nation. And it's my responsibility to put this shit on my back and keep it going. Please give me the strength from the heavens above and watch over me. I got us here. There's so much more I want to say, but just can't right now because I can't get through it all until we meet again, my brother. Kobe and that was LeBron. So, yeah, those are some of the heroes of our time now. And like I told you guys earlier, again, yeah. you know, hopefully y'all are still here and y'all not too sad. <laughs> you guys are, you know, taking the time to reflect. But I hope again, this microphone still works. We, we, we really right just now. wanted to take this time and dedicate this time. Yeah to the legacy and maybe subconsciously I haven't mourned I think maybe I, I look forward to today to kind of get some of these things out you yeah. know uh, after Sunday happened I kind of just put my head down yeah. and, 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 and got right back to it yeah. but you know we've been fortunate enough to have the, the need to know podcast where we can come do it and kick yeah. it and get these things yeah. out so yeah. if you're still riding with us we appreciate that mm -hmm. um, and, and again normally most episodes it isn't so heavy you know, <laughs> it's not so heavy yeah. Yeah. but you know if there, there's <laughs> gonna promise. be a place to do it we, yeah. we want you guys to come rock with us and do it over For here sure. so I told um, I told my father I would give him a call Oof. I haven't spoke to him since Sunday yeah. he may be at work but you know I would love to yeah, he's doing these yeah. days. Right. 
Yo. Hello. Yo, Dad, what up? Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Uh, we here on the podcast. Alex and Steph, they, they can hear you as well. What up, bro? What up, what up, OG? Alex, Steph, what's going on? What's, what's going, going on? on, man? What up, OG? Um, so right. we, we, we towards the end of the podcast and, you know, your name and our relationship and our bond over sports and Kobe is a reoccurring thing, yeah. as I'm sure you would expect it to be. Um, right. But, you know, I, I kind of let everybody know what Kobe Bryant meant to you mm. and and how sports kind of brought our relationship together mm. through, you know, through the bids, through shit, me fucking up in school, through anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. uh, even to this day, what, what sports was and Kobe was at the kind of beginning stages of that. So I just want to give you your, your time to kind of speak to Kobe and what he meant to you and, and to us. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, that's a sore spot with me right now. Um, but, um, yeah, for the most part, like, first off, like, first and foremost, like, prayers go out to, you know, his family, his wife, his, you know, surviving kids and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, that situation. Mm. But, um, I don't know, you know, Kobe is my that was my boy, like mm -hmm. I, I I you know, it was Kobe versus anybody with me. <laughs> and like <laughs> like I, to this day I still feel I'm undefeated with the mm. days of with Kobe. And y'all around and, the same uh, age range, right? Mm. Say that again? Y'all around the same age range, right? Right, right, right. Wow. right. Um I got him by I got him by a year. Mm. Wow. So so you know, I, I, I did see Mike and all that and just to clear it, like Mike is the, the goat to me, but it's Mike and then Kobe. Mm -hmm. So I was I was kind of telling Alex and Steph, you know, my love for Tracy McGrady, um, how T Mac and Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing because he know there's nothing yo, I can yo, ever Alex, say. Yeah, we went through it, man. Oh man, like, man. This, he 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 was T Mac. He was backing him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just like, nah, but, um, it's cold. I, I told him, man, Kobe, Kobe was different. Like, yeah. uh -huh. and that was even before they were saying that mama mentality. Like, mm -hmm. was doing it before that became yep. a thing, like a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I just told him, like, yo, it's something different about him, yeah. man. Like, like, and people knocked him. That's what I ain't get. People knocked him, right? Mm -hmm. For the whole Michael Jordan thing. Like, oh, but. Growing up, like that was the thing. Commercials, millions of dollars made generated off. I want to mm -hmm. be like Mike. Mm -hmm. right. So right. because this guy had the skill set mm -hmm. and the drive to come the closest that we've seen to being Mike, mm -hmm. how can you, people knock him for that? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like no, you're right. No, you're Absolutely. Right. I think I I, I was kind of telling. I was telling Alex and Steph, I'm like, yo, my guy, you know, and, and I remember you, you introduced me into T-Mac and, you know, you kind of showed me the ropes when it came to everything. Randy Moss and uh, Reggie Miller, he was one of the first people. But then I kind of told Alex and Steph, I was like, once my dad got to like, oh, Kobe's my guy, I couldn't jump on that with him because he was so great. And I was like, damn, all right, that's yeah. his man. Yeah. So I had to just stay with Find your own man. Yeah. 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 Y
what was it outside of the skill set outside of uh your love for you know growing up watching michael jordan yeah what was it about kobe bryant and i know you said he was different but what was it about kobe where you just was like yo i'm willing to willing to go to war with with this player mm. um for me what it was with the whole thing with Shaq, like, because mm. we all know how dominant crazy Shaq was, right? Yeah. And Kobe refused to take the back seat to Shaq. Like, listen, <laughs> I this, love like, it. Like this, this what I do. This is who mm. I am. Like, mm. yeah, you gotta roll with me, or you gonna get rolled over. Mm. He got rolled over because management <laughs> chose Kobe. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when it came down to it, that was the, that was the decision they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially because, like, so. th- yeah, like, this was somebody that you kind of, like, he was the same age. Y'all were, like, basically the same age. So you kind of saw him when he got on the scene, right? Yeah. Drafted out of high school. Right. Um, right. You know, you just see this this young guy. like, who's this new guy? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure, I think they was, like, following him from when he was in high school, mm-hmm. like, Marilyn. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, did you ever, like, did you ever want to play basketball? Yeah, I played ball. Oh, you I played, played ball. ball. Was, okay. Yeah, I played, um... I was, you know, I was a football guy okay. first, but okay. I definitely played basketball and, um, yeah, yeah but I, I wasn't, I ain't, I ain't even close to the, you know, the talent <laughs> level. Right. But, but yeah. I, you know, I understand the game. I love the game. I yeah. watch the game and I just knew he was special. Like I knew he was different. Like, okay. Not, not even just from him playing, like I said, just his attitude, mm. just, you know, like you could tell he wanted it. Like yeah. he would go at Mike. Mm. When nobody was supposed to do that, mm. everybody scared. Mm. He was going at Mike, mm. but at the same time, he was asking Mike for help. So wow. he he wasn't disrespectful with it. Like yeah. he was asking Mike, "How do I get that turnaround? How I set him up for that turnaround that you averaging thirty with?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, he he wasn't disrespectful. Like, and and that's my thing. Like, it's, it's different now. Like, yeah. You know, everybody. It's competition. It's always competition, but right. you gotta have respect. Respect, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and Kobe never disrespected mm. the people before him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. Like if he could finish him, he'd definitely finish right. him. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like that's yeah, the way it should be. Yeah. yeah. That's the right. way it should be. I think a lot of these young kids these days, whether in basketball or rap, they're just like, I'm the best, I'm the best. And you know what? You probably do have the potential to be the best, but not with your OG who was the best before you even knew what the best was. Exactly. You know? And, and that's one thing. If yeah. you go do Kobe Bryant interviews, mm-hmm. you'll never hear him say he was better than Mike. Mm-hmm. When that question comes to him, he'll be like, Mike is Mike, man. Like, Come on. Like, why are y'all even questioning me? Like, wow. Pull it up. You're, you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. yeah. Come on, that's Mike. Like, yeah. Mike is Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, but anybody other than Mike, they can't. They ain't, they ain't got nothing for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, though. Nobody else. <laughs> uh, be- yeah. be- before I let you you get up out of here, um, you know, Kobe was in that second phase of his life. Um, you know, after retirement, where he wanted to go into you know being a full time dad, mm. he started coaching. Right. You know, obviously he was on his way to uh, taking Gigi, his daughter, to, to or one of his daughters mm-hmm. to a game, right? Um, right. and 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 to now you, it. you know, I know you personally. You know, I've been there for a long time out of your life. <laughs> yeah, you know me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know you a for a little bit, bit now. A little bit. Right? And we go we go a little ways back. It, <laughs> and, it, and it almost kind of yeah. seemed like you and. Kobe Kobe transitioned around the same time. Mm. Um, right. You know, Kobe retired in 2016. And I would like to say around that time, 
a switch went off for you too mm. um in in fatherhood uh watching kobe right. and and seeing who he was becoming and you know having my younger sister who you play such a huge part in her life and mm. you know you know how much that oh shit you know how much that girl love you yeah. right talk about um maybe some of your thoughts that that kobe might have had in maybe those last moments with his daughter like that right there is what really you know what I'm saying like we at the end of the day like we don't want to see nobody lose their life and yeah. like Kobe is a legend like and it's sad and it it would have been to a point where after the, the hurt and everything died down you could have like you know he was 41 he was worth over half a bill like he lived he lived a life he lived a good life you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying yeah. But then to have his daughter life taken like that, like, that's something I can't even imagine. That's what really hurt me. Yeah. And to be honest with you, like, I haven't been on the internet. I haven't turned, and you know how I am with sports center. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was sport. I haven't watched a basketball game. Wow. Mm -hmm. I haven't tuned into nothing. Like, yeah. I'm, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not there. Like, that, that, that was it. Like, that thing with the daughter, like, I couldn't even imagine. Mm -hmm. I, I won't speculate on what he thought. Cause mm -hmm. I can't put myself in that mindset, that mindset and yeah. I just can't imagine that. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. And, and that, and that, that's heartbreaking, yo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love you, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I love you too, man. this, 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 this thing is crazy. Thing of ours. <laughs> I call, I, I call my dad. Um, he was the first person I thought of yeah. and you know, he, yeah, see, he had the man. same response. He was yeah. like, wait, nigga, shut your ass up. Get the fuck yeah. off my phone. Yeah. I'm like, no way, nigga. Yeah. I'm yeah. like dad. Told me, I was, I was in Atlantic city. I, Alex, I was in Atlantic City trying to get some money, right? <laughs> yeah. He, he hits me up and he hits me with this stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, what are you talking about? Like, mm -hmm. like what are you? Nah, like, you're bugging. LeBron was just bigging Kobe up, like, yep, the just, night like, before. Kobe just tweeted out, <laughs> just tweeted out, keep moving mm -hmm. the game forward. I'm like, mm -hmm. nah, nah, no way. And, and then I kind of put it in. I said, yo, Dad. Have I ever called your phone right. on some pranking, yeah, trying to, right. yeah. like, nigga, he I don't, really we didn't don't, believe you. We don't waste yeah. time, like, you know, like, yeah. I'm not yeah. right. gonna waste your time. I had to really tell him, like, yo, I'm yeah. not blind. And then yo, when I said yo, that. Steph, he's cleaning it up for y'all. <laughs> Have I ever called your phone on some bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds like that sounds more like, like it. That sounds like verbatim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, keep, okay, it keep it real. Keep it funky. Facts. I'm like, oh, this is real. Then. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. That's a fact, but. Yeah. Again, I appreciate you, man. I love you, and I appreciate um, you for bringing yeah, Save All like here. Real yeah, talk, man. for sure. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I'm proud of y'all, man. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing, like. Thank this you. life thing is short and I'm proud of y'all. Y'all yeah. keep pushing and Thank you. take Thank it to the max and y'all doing great things and gonna continue to do great things. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Dad. You. We appreciate it, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you when I get up out of here. All right, but All right, later, bro. Oh, that's Bye. Hard, man. That's love. Yep. So as y'all can see, <laughs> love. I never had a yeah. father. <laughs> My dad, like he's really locked in. Like yeah. sports love. is our yeah. shit. Like yeah, yeah. that's that's one way we connect. Yeah. And it's is no better person than for yeah. me to kind of you know bring here and yeah. and he's a little bit older, so he can mm -hmm. give yeah. you the full exactly. spectrum yeah. of like yo, he wanted to be like Mike, and people yeah. wasn't feeling him during this time, and yeah. I went with him because yeah. like you know I knew Shaq and Kobe had a split, mm. but. 
I couldn't really re- recount how, how why. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he's somebody who knew that. So it yeah. wasn't just like Kobe was his favorite player. It's like, oh shit, I kind of grew up with Kobe too. Yeah. Um, real quick, I Did do. No, nah, I just wanted to call um, okay. Sahan. He's yeah. out in Los Angeles. So yeah. I just wanted to see how LA was feeling, um, if he has a moment. But, yeah. you know, I, I expected this podcast to be a little bit shorter than most, mm-hmm. unless you guys kind of wanted to take it somewhere else. But I, I'll give Sahan a quick call. Sure. And uh, let's see if he if he picks up. Mm. <laughs> Oof. My dad. He's he a great brought man. it out of you. <laughs> yeah. Great dude, man, yeah. for real. Uh, he brought oof. it right out of you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sahan, what's going on? It's Savon. Um, Savon, Alex, and Steph. Actually, Sahan. it's not just me today. What up, player? Hey, what's going what's on? What's good? What's How good? Uh, we're doing well. We're, mm-hmm. we're finishing up. Well, we're trying to be well, at least. Yeah. Uh, we're finishing up this episode. Again, we, we dedicated this entire thing to Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Um, we just got off the phone with my father. Yes, yeah. rest in peace. Uh, we just got off the phone with my dad, who was a huge Kobe Bryant fan. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to let everybody know that we wanted to hear from somebody who's actually in the thick of Los Angeles, mm. because I'm sure you guys feel it a lot heavier than anybody else in any other region of the world. So how's it feeling in uh, L.A.? Mm. Uh, the energy is different, man. The energy is definitely different. Uh, you know, this is a man that that left with a huge impact on not just sports but you know the world um in terms of business and 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 um entrepreneurship and and just being a leader overall Mm -hmm. and you know la right now we truly feel like we did lose a leader Mm-hmm. in our city yeah. and uh you know it's a it's a sad especially sad, you know week for everyone here yeah go ahead especially coming off of the nip thing the whole nip nip thing ain't mm. even been a year has it yet it hasn't i, I don't mean, think so not a full i don't even year. think it's think even a been a full year, year yet the yeah. city of la it's i just mean it's been impacted back to back <sighs> what's it, the- it it's tough man it, it's really tough because again you know nip same as same as kobe the reason why his loss was was really impactful was he wasn't just touching music he was mm-hmm. touching the, the the lives of young people that were looking up mm-hmm. to him and trying to follow his footsteps and do better for their communities and their families and and for their own lives so um seeing people like that leave you know the the impact of it mm-hmm. is is beyond what one could imagine yeah um so it's been it's been definitely tough uh like you said it hasn't even been a year that the nip's gone and then yeah. now we lose kobe and it's just kind of like like who's next you know yeah. wow. god forbid wow. uh, and, and it's like we we, we don't want to see that anymore from yeah. people that are putting such an impact in our lives i i heard that um there's a mural of him and Gigi on uh the side mm-hmm. of shoe palace on melrose have mm-hmm. you gotten a chance to go by and see it or uh i personally have not yet okay. but uh you know the, the city is just kind of um pretty crazy in terms of like traffic and stuff like right. that around I those areas right. um so everyone's trying to go and pay their respects and pay their tributes and, yeah you know it, it is nice that we have amazing talented artists and uh and people to come out and create these beautiful murals so mm-hmm. people can actually go and celebrate the life of um of both you know nip and and kobe so Mm -hmm. um i would hope to see more tributes like this being put out uh, all over so that you know everyone has easy access to to go out and yeah kind of pay their respects in their own way i want to ask you a question sahan i don't know if this is like poorly placed or whatever but do you think that um 
Nip's passing kind of prepared this? I know you can never be prepared for anything like this, but do you think that it, it kind of prepared shocking. the city or it kind of like reminded them like, oh, you know, this well, this just happened. Maybe this is how we can mourn or this is how we can get through it. Uh, well, the thing about Nip's passing is that like it came with, with such like sudden surprise um, and the same way Kobe's did. So uh, we're kind of like, almost getting like i don't want this to happen so many times where we're getting numb to right. losing people like this right yeah. uh so um i wouldn't say that it kind of prepared us but it yeah. it definitely helped us um celebrate these mm. people mm. um that's great and, and also uh, what i'm seeing just in general from my peers and, and people around me is um a lot of people are starting to go out to the living legends right now mm. telling them how much they love and appreciate mm. them that's great here because you actually never know when when anyone could be, could be their last day so yeah. i'm seeing that happen a lot where now we're starting to, to hold each other down a lot more and, and celebrate that's beautiful the, the people that are still here so that's great that's probably one of the most powerful things that, that i've seen and experienced uh happen since they're both of their passings that's yeah. a beautiful thing yeah. um uh I mean, I guess <laughs> for Alex and Steph to both, and, and even myself to kind of have these comparisons, these questions surrounding Nip, um, you know, one of the things that I kind of want to know is, is what is the difference in, I guess, the feeling of Los Angeles between the two? Like, I know Nip may not have been as widely known compared to um, Kobe Bryant, um, you know, just because you're in Los Angeles, you know, you may not be in the hip hop music mm -hmm. or, you know, that may not reach your radar. There's a lot going on in New York now that it just does not reach my radar on this coast. Right. But you best believe once Kevin Durant signed to the Brooklyn Nets, mm -hmm. I was well aware because sports just has a little bit more of a different impact. Yeah. You know, it's on your newspapers, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the CNNs and all that kind right, of stuff, right? right? right yeah. Yeah. So uh, if you can, what are some of the differences uh, that you've noticed in Los Angeles between the passing of Nipsey and Kobe? Mm. Uh, a lot more peace, a lot more community, wow. uh, to be honest. Uh, a lot of people are starting to at least from what i'm observing are putting away their differences and mm. like i mentioned mm. earlier nip nip you know wasn't just a hip-hop artist he was a leader in his community and he was trying to give people gain on how to improve their lives mm. and how to you know not be out in the streets but going out and starting their own businesses and following their dreams and stuff like that and um you know it goes beyond just what art he put out his art was his words and his knowledge that he was given to, to everyone and even personally myself just you know taking day by day and and trying to push any envelope forward in what i'm doing okay. um you're definitely seeing a lot of younger people get into the entrepreneurial state of mind and trying to actually push their own businesses forward yeah, uh, yeah. And staying out of the streets yeah that's um, great. so that's probably the biggest difference that i've seen exactly. that's great exactly it's yeah. like a it's like an awakening almost mm -hmm. yeah. the entire city within the young people um and it's just showing a lot of uh showing a lot of respect to each other um, mm -hmm. it, it's just it's just different there's less hostility between between gotcha. people gotcha. it's just kind of like group competitiveness where yeah. everyone's trying to push each other forward rather than bring each other down yeah Gotcha. You definitely see that. 
Yeah, there's it almost seems like just from what you were saying about like community being more close knit, entrepreneurialism, staying out of the streets, it almost seems like there's something and I hate that it has to be this way, but I guess everything has a purpose. But it almost seems like there's something that we learn from death that we don't realize during life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. when we're living day by day, it's just like we're we're kind of in the heat of the current moment, thinking yeah. about what we're going to eat and drink and, and do later on and, and who we're going to talk to and call. And it's all distracting. But when something like this happens, it kind of puts a flag down in, in your life's timeline and just tells you like, look, you know, these are great people that did great things. And don't forget that, you know, you have to live every day knowing that, you know, something like this could happen to you or a loved one and you can't take it for granted. So, yeah. um, when things like this happen, absolutely, it's it's tragic, but it also does cause uh, like a mass uh, mm-hmm. enlightenment. For yeah, people. like an awakening. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So for I totally sure. agree with you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so to, to kind of to get the the focus off of the, the Nipsey comparison, mm-hmm. um, what did this do for you um, in your personal life? Yeah. Uh, me, Alex, and Steph. And again, for anybody who doesn't know if we didn't properly introduce him, uh, Sahan is a, a member, a very important member of the Need to Know behind the scenes. So yes. he, he, he's helping us grow. He's helping us move. Again, he, he is based in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but what has it done for you? Uh, personally, maybe in your relationship, family, friends, uh, speak to that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so for me, uh, seeing, uh, you know, especially with the loss, it wasn't just the Kobe that, that left us. It was yeah. Gianna as well, right? Mm. So it was like yeah. seeing seeing that happen. It's like personally, I've been trying to go every day telling my parents that that I love them and mm. tell my sister that I love her and, uh, you know, my, my significant other and just people and friends around me, uh, just making sure that, Hey, look, there's no shame in telling, you know, another person that you love them and that you care for them and that you want to, you want to, you know, be there for them at all times, no matter you know what they need. So, uh, in terms of like, just personally, I've been trying to be more vocal about my love and appreciation for the people around me. Mm. Um, That's great. And then, on the other hand, you know, just the motivation aspect of it, just going back and I've been watching, you know, nonstop highlights of, of, of Kobe and, yep. and, you know, how all the hard work he put in, all the speeches he had mm. and just trying to motivate myself to, to do better, be better, elevate the people around me and, mm. and, you know, just, just keeping it going day by day and That's just beautiful. planning for the future. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. For sure. Um, Alex, Steph. Again, <laughs> Sam, we appreciate you, For man. Sure. Uh, hold hold it right. down over there on the West Coast. Yeah. Please, please. Um, you know, you, your, your people around you are definitely in our prayers. For sure. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk soon, man. Yeah. Thanks, Sahan. Yeah, Thank you, brother. Yeah. Course, and we appreciate you. Thank you. Be no easy. doubt, man. Be easy. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. <sighs> yeah. So we got it. <laughs> we got it from pretty the much LA correspondent himself. Yeah, yeah. We we yeah. and I guess it, it wasn't hard to kind of predict some of those sentiments and feelings. For sure. But it is also just different hearing it. Yeah. You know, from somebody who's in the thick of it because yeah. you know no matter how much Kobe's uh, impact reached. Los Angeles was the nucleus of it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's good to kind of hear how they're dealing with it and, and how it's affecting them and just some of the differences. Because like you said, they have lost like two major figures in that 
community over the actually less than a year. So. Um, you yeah. know, prayers again to all the families affected, all the fans uh, of Kobe Bryant, um, the Lakers organization, um, the NBA players, the fraternity, the brotherhood. Um, yeah, man, it, it's been a tough time. But again, we, we tough through it. Yeah. Uh, Steph and Alex, if I don't say it enough, and Pierre mm-hmm. and anybody, again, I, I kind of want to take this time, uh, anybody who's helped us get to this point Thank behind you. the scenes thank and you. just by subscribing and listening each thank week you know uh thank you thank but you. especially to the people who are in the trenches with me day in day out who deal with the sociopathic <laughs> tendencies and you know the annoying text and yo i need you guys to do this like please just take all of that with love yeah. i just want to let uh alex steph you guys know you know i love y'all i, I appreciate too, y'all yeah. um, guys. you know yeah. this this yeah. this is something that's really going to change me for the rest of my life and yeah. you know i'm i'm really grateful blessed and happy to say that yeah. you know i'm doing alongside you guys yeah. Yeah. like i can't imagine shaq you know looking back and now he's saying a part of his legacy his, his other half is kobe bryant and yeah. he's no longer with him you know i couldn't imagine some of the pain you know we've yeah. only been doing that for a short amount yeah. of time on a very small scale yeah, yeah. you know shaq and yeah. some of his other former teammates they gotta live with that for the yeah. rest of their lives so mm-hmm. you know while we here let's yeah. let's always make sure we yeah. stay reminded of that and i just want to say i love y'all yes i love you guys too man i do love you guys for sure and i hope that you know everybody listening to this i hope that this was a source of therapy i hope that it was a source of healing just talking about things you know like you we could try to put things in the back of our head so that we could get through our day but part of getting part of getting like through it is going through it you know what i mean you got to go through it to get through it so you know i hope that you know you guys just vibes with us enjoyed just hearing about him the laughs the ups and downs um it's funny though the way like purpose and everything like that works because like there's always a reason there's always Mm -hmm. there's always Mm -hmm. a silver lining on the cloud you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um there were two parents and a daughter and a um the son, uh, I think it was the Al- Altabellis. Yeah, Altabellis. Yeah. It was the mother, the father, and the daughter. So they have a brother. They have yeah. a son mm-hmm. that yeah. is the last surviving member of, of that, and a sister of, oh. of that family. Um, it's interesting though because uh, going back to why Kobe was traveling on helicopters, he said, uh, you know, he was on Barstool, um, the Barstool podcast, um, and he was talking and he said, you know, L.A. traffic was getting like really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was sitting in traffic and he wound up missing a school play because he was sitting in traffic. So he wanted to focus on his daughters. He said, I had to figure out a way where I could still train and focus on the on the craft, but still not compromise family time. Right. And um, I think Vanessa and Kobe, Alex, you actually alluded to this before the podcast. They actually made a pact not to ride on a helicopter at the same time. This was Mm -hmm. after their Valentine's Day trip in like 2015. Um, Just God forbid, in case anything happened, they would they would have, you know, at least one parent behind, you know, so the other family, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, was not as privileged and I, I know death to say privilege and death it sounds crazy yeah. but it's like you gotta count your blessings Got like Kobe moment. is gone we hate it like it's plagued us like we haven't been okay this whole episode the whole mm-hmm. weekend but Vanessa's still there to raise those children you know what I mean mm-hmm. she's gonna be able to hit Capri the daughter who was born in June she's not gonna know anything about her dad like having that personal relationship with him but through Vanessa and you know her old their older daughters he will they will be able to continue that legacy legacy, for the little ones and you know God bless them 
Um, just to get out of here. Yeah. Um, just y'all, it's okay to feel. Yeah. It's okay to tell the people in your life that you love them and and, and appreciate and them. appreciate them yeah. any moment that you can, and not yeah. because of a, just a birthday. Yeah. <laughs> or you know, or a holiday. Mm-hmm. And um, just lastly, just mm-hmm. please, y'all. Just, Maybe to the fellas, women, whoever, mm-hmm. don't don't allow the internet to af- to affect your maturation. Mm-hmm. Please, 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 because you know when you hear news like this, mm-hmm. sit with it. Yeah. Really let yourself, you know, yeah. bask in the moment of yeah. what actually occurred and happened. You yeah. know, you don't have to be so quick to tweet or the yeah. Instagram like yeah. bask in that moment so, so you good, can Alex. really you know what I'm saying so you can really feel how you're feeling correctly because yeah. the internet has a really weird way of uh, just shaping your thoughts shaping your give, thoughts yeah. and narratives mm-hmm. so, and then you know what yeah. next yeah, week when sure. we come in we, yeah. we left a lot on the table this week next yeah. week I would love to come in and, yeah. and talk about TMZ's yeah. Yeah. reporting yeah. and yes, how yes. ABC mishandled yeah. it yeah, yeah. this wasn't the episode report. though yeah. um, you know shout out to also yeah. Rick Fox and his family who oh, had a scare because yeah. of the internet like Woo. we'll definitely get into all yeah, that yeah, yeah, next week again for you know this week we really just wanted to dedicate it we wanted to remember Kobe Bryant yeah kind of wanted to keep keep all of the, the the stuff that doesn't really matter yeah out of it yeah but don't worry next week we'll be back we'll get into the that energy be back yeah, in we'll get into, into it yeah. <laughs> but i don't I, yeah you know i don't know if there was a lot of media yeah. that was just focusing on not so much the reporting the mm-hmm. reporting of it but just like sitting with it yep. like alex said like yeah, we we, we yeah. wanted to open this up to, yeah. for us to sit with it and yeah. to invite you guys to sit with it Absolutely. with us Those devices make us feel like we exactly. can't process anything exactly you got to have your own thoughts you know absolutely Absolutely. So for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, well, I do have a song that I want to play. Please do. At the end. Nice I guess music, you can man. stick yes. around. Nice. Uh, a little it, it got a little bop to it, it's a little up, upbeat. But I know Kobe started the trend of being uh um a girl dad. A girl dad has been a new hashtag. I've seen a lot of celebrities do it. Girl dad. It. So all it. the fathers that have daughters. Yes. Um this is one of my favorite songs, Nas Daughters. Come on now, life I, is good. Yeah, life is good. Know you know what I'm saying? I don't have a daughter. Yeah, I got a little puppy. That's my baby, though. Oh, but I love my that's baby. your daughter in training. That's my, that's my daughter right there. <laughs> you a daughter. dad in training. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of my favorite songs. Uh, Kobe, he was a girl dad. He loved yeah. his daughters. Yeah. Uh, again, God rest his soul. God rest all the family soul. Gianna, Vanessa, Bryant, the family, the Capri, organization. Yeah. We keep all of those people in our prayers. Yeah. Uh, but, but let Nas take us out with with what it's like being a father yeah <laughs> it's episode 88 of the need to know podcast what you need to know when you need to know on the need to know podcast love y'all next week for my brothers with daughters i call this for my brothers with daughters i call this this is such a strong song, it yo. Is. For my brothers with daughters. daughters, I call this. Come on, for my brothers with daughters, I call this. Not saying that our sons are less important. It's just different being a father. Yeah. It has it to is. be. Yeah. <laughs> it has to be. Oh, boy. I think that was well executed. Oh.